You didn't record that, did you? Yeah. Uh, That's going to be the I was going to use a voice changer on it. (laughs) Okay, with that, welcome to the Aluminum Linings Podcast. The podcast... James Earl Jones thing going with the Darth Vader voice. So. Welcome to the Aluminum Linings Podcast. I'm Pod- at a board. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Aluminum Linings Podcast. The podcast where we talk about everything except for our day jobs. We are back for week two of NaNoWriMo if you hadn't guessed. Um, and apparently my dad has a new voice changer app, so there's that. No, it's an old one. I just haven't used it in a while. I see. But haunting. <laughs> that one has been my least favorite so far. Ah, someone didn't pay for ad free. <laughs> It's week two of NaNoWriMo, you guys. We're all we're all venting our frustrations in different ways. <laughs> um, but how's it going so far, Dad? What's your word count? Hmm, good question. I've been shooting for seventeen hundred words a day, and I know as of yesterday, I was at that, or maybe a little bit better than that. Okay, so you're keeping up with your daily count, then? Whoops. Yes. Yes, if I continue on with as I've been going, I will make my 50,000 words with a little bit extra. Okay, so I hate this because I'm a pantser and there's this kind of stigma attached to us that we're disorganized and we don't do things good. I'm behind, you guys. <laughs> I'm currently at 7,399 words. Nice. Which puts me about 4,000 words behind in terms of the daily word count. I'm 98 words over for 1,700 words, but you only need 1,667 words a day to make the 50,000 words. So listen, listen, listen. I'm, go- I'm going to do this, okay? Um, But yesterday was not my day. You've been very busy working, though. I have no excuse for not doing my <laughs> word count as I am off work right now. I started NaNoWriMo November 1st. I worked a 16-hour shift. So it's been a little rough <laughs> to try and carve out time. But I have time in the next couple days. So I've kind of very much fallen into the cycle of like falling behind, catching up, falling behind, catching up, falling behind. So I've I haven't written the same number of words every day since we started, and we're only a weekend. That being said, something that has worked really well for me is that I did do mine on a Google Doc so that I can type it on my phone when I have breaks or downtime. So if I have, like, you know, 15 minutes or whatever, I can sit down and crank out 100 words or so. Um, so that's worked really well for me. What's worked well for you, Dad? Waiting till it's, like, nighttime, and I realize I only have a few hours left in the day. <laughs> procrastination and crushing fear of failure i know that combo 
trying to extend conversations that I'm writing. <laughs> yeah, I find because I I normally don't describe the the settings unless it is directly critical to what's in front of my uh character. So that has been tough in that sometimes things are a cliche for a reason, but that doesn't make them any less cliche. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So I'm like I'm like and almost. And then if you try to get too you know, invent, reinventing the wheel kind of thing that it kind of jars people out of the story. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, there's sometimes where I'm typing and I'm like, I don't want to write sickening thud, but like, here we are. <laughs> yeah, you well, know? that's more of a revision past <clears throat> Yeah, that's true. And so I'm trying to just, especially on the days where where I have been really tight for time and stuff like that, I'm like, just write it how I'm thinking about it right now. And then later on, if I have time or if I get ahead, um, then I'll have the opportunity to go back and rework some of that stuff. But for right uh-huh. now, I'm like, if in my head I wanted to write Sickening Thud, I'm just going to write a Sickening Thud, you know? Yeah, the internal editor thing, that's a big big thing to shut off yeah yeah because it's like you're Uh, just trying to get your story down uh Uh, although like doing the story now i do realize i'm already getting fairly repetitious for certain things and (laughs) also i'm finding my characters they don't really speak very different from each other Mm. which i'm gonna have to work on uh i'd like to get to a point where i could give you a page of them just talking and you know by their characters, which one's saying with what? Mm-hmm. Speaking of of speaking of writing, well, segue to what I want to talk about. <laughs> I looked up our novel that we wrote together, uh-huh. and we are actually together combined. We were a couple hundred words shy of fifty thousand words. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah, so it's like you know what? It can be done. It can be done. We can do. Other this. people have done it. Other people have done it, and they all had to start somewhere, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think that's the big thing, is just to prove to ourselves that it can be done. Yeah, absolutely. Although at times I look at it, and it's only one week. Like, really, today is day seven, and so it's like, oh, we still have another 23 days to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those of you who haven't listened to the first one, my dad is a discovery writer, uh, not a discovery writer, my dad is an outline writer, and I'm a discovery writer, which means that he does a lot of his legwork in outlining his story before he starts to write it, and I just kind well, of jump in the car in and drive. theory what I was doing, but... So are you finding that you're sticking to what you have outlined pretty well, or are you finding that as you're writing, you're, you're coming into... It's a little bit of both. Uh, there's some things that I'm just not feeling... I don't know how you'd say it. Maybe that it's organically forming mm-hmm. for the story. And so I feel like there'd be too much... Well, it's, it's too much like trying to pound a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're, It just doesn't seem like the story wants to flow in that direction. And I'm not get, I'm trying not to get too mystical, like, oh, the story is directing it. But it's it's it just doesn't... Uh, there were certain things I was going to have at certain locations and stuff. And then as I started writing it, I just said, that just doesn't seem like how it should happen. So, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, and I never intended the outline to be something rigid. It, it's just a map to help me when, okay, what am I doing now? Oh, there's the next stop on the map. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did, I'm, and I knew I was going to regret not doing more world building before, <laughs> and I still feel like it's going to come back to bite me. There's certain things that I haven't really planned out, haven't fully envisioned in my mind, 
just as far as locations and settings and things like that. So I I don't know whether it'll come back to bite me, but I imagine it will. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I didn't do any world building, but I also didn't think about the difficulties I would have by choosing a half wraith as my first as my main character. How so? One of the things I did on day one of of NaNoWriMo was Google what exactly a wraith is. Oh, okay. Because in my head, I was like, a wraith is kind of like a a ghosty, dementor-looking thing that's just kind of scary. Yeah, I think I'd picture them with a sickle because of uh, one of the Shannara books, wasn't they? Weren't they being chased by a wraith? The Elf Stones of Shannara? Uh, I only read the Sword of Shannara, I think. Oh. Yeah, so, like, that's what I had pictured in my head. And then, again, because normally I don't describe things. Like, even, like, my ebook that's coming out, I don't describe the characters. One character everyone knows has a big head, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's, like, I, and I, maybe because when I read, I don't... I imagine in my mind, like, if you say, oh, this is a castle, like, he, they entered the castle... It's probably not going to matter how much description you give me of that castle. I'm going to be picturing the castle in my head that I want to picture as a castle kind of thing. Yeah, and so, but now I have this character that's a wraith, and I have, like, the underworld and the overworld, and I find I have to describe the dynamics of that mm. because of my story. So my character can kind of go in between wraith form and human form, and so right. I have to I have to now describe those things so that you can understand the difference, mm. even in physiology of my character at times. Right. That has been wild and terrible at the same time. Mm. Uh, and being that you're you're writing from that character's point of view too, it's would make it a little trickier than say someone who's observing him or her going from one world to the other. And then I'm also finding, too, I'll, like, think about something. Oh, that should be the rule. And then I, I go back and I add it in earlier places mm. in the story, which is good because I'm still adding words. So I'm try I'm like, I'm not going to yeah. delete things and start over, which I almost did on the second day of NaNoWriMo. <laughs> but I'm not going to delete things and start over, but I will go back and add words to give context to my story, right? Because yeah. then I'm still, working my, I'm still working towards my goal. But So I'm finding that, and I also found... The, the day before yesterday I was writing, I was like, my character is too OP. Like, there's nothing that can stop my character. And it's because I wanted them to be, I wanted them to be a formidable opponent that later in the, like, didn't care about being a formidable opponent. And all of a sudden later in the story, it matters to them. So they're like, okay, fine. And kind of roll up their sleeves and get to work. Is that oh, okay. sense? So is it like One Punch mm. Man? Oh, you've never watched any One Punch Man? No, I've never watched any One Punch Man. It's kind of like, um... Like, he's an overpowered superhero, but he just... He just did it. He became a superhero for fun, so it's not like, Oh, I've got to serve justice, so I just... I thought it'd be fun to go and fight bad guys. Yeah, kind of like that, where it's just like, they, the main character just hasn't really considered it. Like, there wasn't enough on the table to make it worth mm. her going up against Death, who is not enough their relative. The yeah. Literally, because she's a wraith. Hey, that was a self-high five, in case anyone's wondering. Um, <laughs> she goes up against death in like a playful kind of sibling rivalry way at the beginning of the book. And then there's a turning point where she's like, okay, like you really want to see what I'm capable of. And mm. so... Um, nice! I'm looking, to see, I'm looking forward to seeing how that unfolds. Yeah, I'm excited. But the problem was I got to this part where I was like, okay, she's going to get to work. And I'm like... 
She, uh, oh, so how do you do, like, say, a try-fail cycle if she's so powerful? Exactly. And well, she's I mean, I guess you could, she could fail to save people, maybe, or... Yeah, I'm not sure, honestly, where I'm going to go with it. That's uh, kind of the fun. And at least yeah. I feel like I had I had days, like day three, I think, I had this moment of, like, I don't know where to go from here. And so at least now I'm like, okay, I have an, I, I have an idea where we're going, at least. Uh. You know, so yeah. yeah, I'm excited about that. I wish I had introduced like a sidekick sooner to try and explain some of the background stuff. Yeah, that's the other thing. I describe a lot of the story through a series of flashbacks, and I know that's been done before. <laughs> I'm not under any. Uh... Yeah, I, like I don't know who makes these rules. Sometimes, like they they talk about sort of like the Star Wars intro, you know, where it explains the setting, mm-hmm. and that's a no no. But it's like. I'm looking at, okay, I've got a world that's so very different from our own, mm-hmm. and I like the idea of slowly revealing it, but it's it's par- problematic to, to get, it, like, like how quickly do you make them see that this isn't, the readers see, this isn't the world you're thinking it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't want them just to feel lost because you didn't give them enough information. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you don't want to be like, here's all the, like, here's an info dump. Good luck. Yeah, or the, like, well, in a way, I want to do the dump just to get it like rather than trying to subtly work this in over chapters mm-hmm. i thought well you know it might just be worthwhile to say this mm-hmm. because there's other ways of doing it there's the uh what do they call the butler and maid or something i try there's a name for it where the butler and maid are discussing what's going on so this brings everybody up to speed because they're having a conversation about what's going on in the house yeah or, or you know, have a classroom and say some historian is lecturing them on why this world is the way it is now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's ways of doing it, but there, those are becoming cliche too. So it's almost yeah. you circle back to the Star Wars dialogue at the end and make the old thing new again. Maybe I don't. Know. For myself, even that's how we understand the world around us. We ground ourselves in, oh, this happened to me before, and this is similar to what's happening to me now. Yeah. So I really, from my perspective, like from reading and stuff, I don't mind a flashback. But I'm not right. sitting here thinking, ah, this is the most original thing I've ever come up with. <laughs> Welcome to my beautiful genius mind. Like, I know it's been done before. Anything you're going to change or new strategies you're going to try for next week? Uh, I think I'm going to have to change up some things just because my outlining isn't as clear the scenes that are happening in the middle of the book. Because this one, I was kind of introducing the different characters so i knew okay i want to introduce this character i had an idea of where this character was going to get introduced so i just started writing that part and yeah so i had five characters so that's five scenes right there well i I put two of them together just to speed things along and stuff so so there's that did you have any luck finding a nanowrimo group in your area i didn't even bother actually I, i don't know i don't know that i because the way I've been doing it too is like sometimes I'll if I can, if I can if I'm willing to sit down in the morning I'll do a couple hours maybe just to get a start because mm-hmm. then that kind of takes the edge off the anxiousness mm-hmm. <laughs> that I feel about it. So if I can say get five hundred words down, then I'm you know okay I just got twelve hundred more to go so I'm all, like a third of the way there almost. Then yeah. I feel a little more relaxed and. Usually what I've been doing is I'll start, I'll do a scene a day. So 
that also is like, okay, this scene is starting, so I know where I am and who's involved and stuff. So that makes it a little easier for the writer's block as well. I find I'm all over the place with stuff like that because I find I'll set aside bigger chunks to write and then I'll get an hour in and get stuck somewhere. Mm. And then it's like I have to go do something else just to let it kind of roll around in the back of my yeah, brain yeah, for a bit. Yeah, let it ruminate in your mind. Or, yeah. or you start getting tired or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. The wrong time of the day. Or... Oh, yeah. I was all falling asleep at, uh, on the couch finishing my word count on day two or day three, I think. And I opened it the next day and it's like full of spelling errors. None of the <laughs> verbs are in the right tense. Uh, yeah, I've done the thing where I, I'm falling asleep and so I'm leaning on one key so there's a whole line <laughs> yeah. and just one letter. Does that count towards word count? Or... <laughs> but then there are other times where it's like I have to like rip myself from writing to go do the other stuff that I have to get done and it's like, no, I'm on a roll, I'm on a roll! <laughs> well, I've heard of writers that'll do that. They'll, they'll stop for the day mid-sent because then they, when they sit down, yeah. they automatically have a start point. Ah. And then that, so that helps them get back into the flow of it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ideally I need some sort of, like, eccentric artist set up where I just, like, you know, have someone, like, someone following me around with my computer and then when I'm like, stop, I have inspiration, bring me my MacBook. Well, MacBooks are pretty small, you could be carrying it with you yourself. No, I need a butler. (laughs) With your uh, EMT pants, sure you got a pocket in there. You know what? You're not wrong. So anyway, yeah, that's kind of our update for the week. you have anything else uh-huh. you want to add or anything else you want to talk about? I don't know, like uh, just a word of encouragement. It can be done. And, and uh, like I said, I've got no excuses because I've got lots of time. But the actual time I spend writing doesn't seem to be that long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Once once you actually get writing, a few hundred words goes by pretty quick, surprisingly. Yeah, quick yeah. Time. Which was a nice surprise for me. Like, I was actually checking. I think because I got my my word processors set to single space. Oh, okay. So, um, and I'm not really sure what the font sizes I'm using, but it just seems like, really? That's 500 words? That just yeah. seems paragraphs. Like, it doesn't seem like it at all. Well, and but, I think in the past, the only times I've, like, really seriously looked at word count is for papers. Yeah. And those are so different because you're agonizing over every single word that you pick and you're agonizing about like, okay, did I source this correctly? Did I, you know, is this correct? MLA font, mm. blah, blah, blah. And so it feels like that takes so long. Yeah, that's true. I was thinking about it. I was like, even my longer papers that I wrote in school were hard for me to get to that word count where it was mm. like a struggle for me. You know, and some people have said that it's because I'm very concise and a genius, but um, none of those people were my professors. So, (laughs) Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, so I I was really, really worried too. Yeah, well, in the the old adage, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. One bite at a time. So don't, don't look at, oh, I've still got 40,000 words to go. Mm -hmm. Look at it like, okay, I've just taken that one bite. Get a hundred words out here, get a couple hundred words out there. Guys, we're doing it. We're doing it. And also, we need more discovery writers on Twitter because I'm tired of making people make me feel bad for not outlining my book. <laughs> I'm just It kidding. strikes me as funny that you're a discovery writer because, like, I've seen your index cards when you study and mm-hmm. things, and it seems like 
that plan, it seems, would be something that would lend itself to the way you seem to be more. Right. And I don't know, but I'm the same way with a lot of my, like, with my, like, work life and, and my school life and stuff like that. I'm very type A. I'm very meticulous and stuff like that. But when it comes to my creative side, like, my YouTube videos, my blog and stuff, I just sit down and do it. I don't, yeah. like, Well, generally... maybe you just need a break from the, the yeah, order. That's true. You need a little chaos to balance it out. You know, maybe I could I could sit down and outline something, but for me, when I'm writing, I make the decisions that feel organic in the moment. Mm. And, you know, that's a thing that you can do, and it doesn't mean it's going to be the most right choice after you've written the thing. <laughs> well, and you, and you have to realize, chances are, the work is going to be at the end. Yes, like the you, you are still going to have to put in the work. Mm. It's just a matter of, You'll probably have to put in a little more work on on revision and editing mm-hmm. Than, mm-hmm. than someone who's outlined. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> that's my hope, anyways. <laughs> but from what I'm looking at, what I'm getting down now, I'm gonna have to be going pretty heavy on the revision. Yeah, too, so. but I think that's NaNoWriMo in general, though, just because of the pace that you're writing at. Yeah, yeah, and do you like? Yeah. like that's. Uh, there was one time I did a I did a, a reasonable amount of writing. Uh, I was just carrying a notepad and writing it out longhand. And the, the nice thing about that is it's easier to say, I'm not going to edit this mm-hmm. because then you have to scratch it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was writing in pen. Even. So you'd have to scratch it out and rewrite it and make a mess. So if I, if there was something, oh, I don't like that, I would just in the margin write, come back and change this or add a scene here mm-hmm. or talk more about this and then continue on. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... That's a nice thing about technology this, these days, too, is you can put comments. There's comment bars on pages in Word Docs and Google Docs and stuff like that now as well. So Yeah, yeah. and like I said, I use the with the Scrivener, I use the corkboard setting, so I'm just doing all my scenes, and graphically they're represented as uh, index cards pinned to a corkboard. Mm-hmm. So I can write five scenes, and if I decide, oh, there's something I should have put in that first scene, I can go back. I've been uh, just keeping my word count on the cards themselves. So every time I need a little break, I'll just pull out my calculator, add up all all the numbers, and then subtract that from where I should be so I know how many words left I have. But yeah, no, it's been actually, it's been tough, but it's also been easier in a lot of ways than I thought it was going to be, for sure. Mm, yeah, I agree. So yeah, that's our update. We're going to come back next week with another update. We're doing it, guys, and you can do it too. Also, if you're doing NaNoWriMo, let us know. I'm Aluminum Linings on all social media except for Twitter. It's Aluminum Lining without the S. And you can find all my other content on AluminumLinings.com. My dad continues to write behind a veil of anonymity. Yeah, that kind of sucked because there was some things that I did want to talk about my handwriting, but it's like that would, I think, would totally give it away. Yeah, and we'll then, talk. We'll talk after. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna off. say, and then all two hundred people that listen to this podcast <laughs> will know who you are. <laughs> and being that a hundred of them is probably your mom <laughs> over and over again just to give you more listens. No, she doesn't do that. Don't tell me that she does that. <laughs> well, no, not that. Not recently. I think she did with your YouTube channel. She, Aww. she was doing it to try and give you some traction. Aww. Bless her heart. She That's also mom. wrote into Ellen to try and get one of my YouTube videos played on Ellen, by the way, you guys. She's like the sweetest. Ellen's loss. Yeah. But um three hundred people listened to the greenhouse episode I did with Miranda. Oh really? And I told her about awesome. it and she's like, I'm nervous now. <laughs> <laughs>
too late. It's, it's already done. Staying there forever. But yeah. Okay. Anyway, good luck. Right. Have fun. Don't talk to strangers unless you want to make new friends. Bye.